0: in Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the Fruited Plains, from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, maniacal sort of Monday for Torch Report 453. Social justice has a new global daddy. Today we'll be digging into the sham consensus behind the UN Sustainable Development Goals. But don't get me wrong, friends, I mean, just at the outset here, I want you to know, I did did read dozens of articles this morning, and I'd really like to talk about the political circus. You know, I I'd love to talk about Hunter Biden suing Hunter the crack pipe Biden suing the IRS and complaining that the whistleblowers are just trying to embarrass him. You know, not as not his own uh, you know selfies with smoking crack with hookers. That's not an embarrassment, but he's you know he's suing the the IRS, complaining about the whistleblowers and all that. You know, I I'd love to talk about that, or perhaps the uh, the faux. Pho- conservative sham, to quote one pundit, the uh, the sham that they're calling an impeachment inquiry. Emphasis on inquiry. But there's no evidence of anything. We don't even know why we need an inquiry. Uh, well, I'd love to talk about the U.S. Senate changing the dress code to accommodate John the slob Fetterman, who uh, continues to show up. He insists on showing up to report for duty in a hoodie, shorts, and flip-flops, because that's what makes him cool in enough to be in the U.S Senate now we might also talk about the US military uh, losing a 90 million dollar aircraft whoops what happened I don't know it's cruising on autopilot somewhere over South Carolina because the human pilot ejected we don't know what's going on but they can't seem to track down this 90 million dollar effort Thirty-five stealth fighter with radar. Hmm, wonder why? <laughs> Which, of course, leaves the military officials with no choice but to turn to social media to ask citizens to keep their eyes peeled for any mysterious flying Objects, friends. I'm sure you're going to hear lots about all of this and so much more in the mainstream outlets today. But I also know that is not why you tune in here to little old me, your favorite fuzzy, ignorant peasant. Uh, today we're going to be getting into, like I said, the UN Sustainable Development stuff. Uh, one more, just quick mention. You'll probably hear about uh, Russell Brand. He's getting uh, just lambasted. He's being accused. He's being roasted in the court of public opinion after being accused. Of being a sexual predator, and uh, it, this whole accusation of, of him, you know, raping and all of this, he's, he's a sexual predator. Uh, this hap- and he might be. I don't know. He, it just happened to come out shortly after Robert F. Kennedy Jr. declared he was being interviewed by Russell Brand, right? RFK says that COVID was a military project from the beginning. And I think Russell Brand was like, yeah, dub. And I've been trying to tell people about that. And then all of a sudden, boom, these accusations start flying. So I'm sure the timing of all that was just a coincidence. But it's all so effing entertaining. I mean, it's fabulously entertaining, is it not? So while the masses are entertained with these dog and pony shows, I believe the wise will turn their eyes and their attention toward what's happening up in New York this week, namely the Sustainable Development Goals Summit 2023. I'm going to be hammering on this this week uh, because it looks like, right off the bat, it looks like all the cool kids are getting in on the action. They got the SDG. Action zone and none other than the uh, the the despicable Bill Gates right there front and center in the SDG action zone. And seeing hey, by the way, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com, thetorchreport.com, you'll see Bill Gates sitting in the center of the SDG action zone. And when I see him sitting there, I think it would be wise to remind everyone to recall. The Bill Gates predicted the last pandemic long before it started. He was also involved in the catastrophic contagion event we were talking about last week and he also predicted that we're going to have a hung election and a civil war in 2024. So, you know, it's not really surprising seeing Bill Gates uh, front and center at the SDG summit, but it should throw up a few red flags for anyone paying attention. And just in passing, I'd also like to point out the connection between Gates, his father, the eugenics agenda, and how all of this is ultimately woven directly into, uh, well, into the U.S. uh, genome project, our our own government's genome project. Uh, But that itself is actually very tightly entwined with the U.N. sustainable development goals. It is rooted in eugenics, in other words. So I think the clearest way to understand the sustainable development goals is to understand that these people believe that the human population is unsustainable. And so they they need to reduce and control the human population, right? And they believe that our food systems are not sustainable. And so they need to reduce and control what we eat. They believe that our transportation systems are not sustainable. And so they need to reduce and control the ways in which we travel. Friends, I'm sure that you can see the pattern here. It's pretty plain. It's pretty simple. It's pretty much right out there in front of God and everyone to see that all of this nonsense is being strategically advanced by the global cabal. And they're doing it largely by whipping global dignitaries and do-gooders who are all congregating up in New York right now. They're getting them whipped into a hot mess, an emotional frenzy over the need to save the planet and save lives. That's what they're selling. And... You know, of course, these people believe that they're the only people on the planet who care about the planet. And, of course, they're the only ones who can save us from ourselves. Friends, uh, their smug, self-righteous moral preening is outright repugnant. Because it's all for the greater good. (laughs) So, uh, what I want to focus on today is the socialist aspect of these so-called sustainable development goals. Uh, In other words, I want to make it abundantly clear that all of this is just a, a, a political charade. It's designed to consolidate power and control in the hands of the global elite. That's communism, socialism, communism, two birds of the same feather there. Ultimately, these global elite Are a bunch of predators, and they are exploiting humanity for power and for profit. And they're intentionally calling the herd and they're enslaving the masses in a great inescapable socialist surveillance <laughs> the great inescapable socialist surveillance state i.e. digital governance and that's that's happening right now all around the clock all around the world friends the the sun never sets on these socialist fanatics so i've documented All of this at length. And if you've been with me for a while, this probably doesn't come as news. But for somebody who may be tuning in, and by the way, welcome to all the new subscribers and new listeners. If you're tuning in and you've only heard a little bit of here and there, this may be coming uh, as a bit of a shock. I might even sound like a far right-wing extremist when I talk about the elite global predators exploiting humanity for power, profit, and culling the herd, enslaving the masses, etc. But uh, I consider the premise rock solid. I claim the Torch Report is the truth you can trust, not because I'm asking you to take my word for it, but because I've done so much research and I put all all these awesome reports with all the links so you can go develop your own informed perspective. So uh, today, though, having done all this research, you know, having a rock solid premise, I do want to come at it with fresh eyes. You know, I I just want to see what we can learn kind of surface-level surveillance here, you know, uh, taking a survey of the spin and the propaganda that's being pumped out by the Sustainable Development Goals, the SDG Media Room. And I went over there. I was checking it out. What are these guys up to, these shysters? And right up front, we are hitting the face with the fact that the globalist agenda is, quote, moderately to severely off track, end quote. You're going to see the word urgency used a lot. And the reason that there's, you know, that the the SDGs are moderately to severely off track is largely because the global food systems is broken. Okay, that's a direct quote. And you may, be, may recall last week, uh, Torch Report 449, they're coming for your food. Uh, th- I was pointing out the fact that these jackasses believe it, that if everyone ate like an American, then it would take five planets to feed humanity. You know, who believes this stuff? Who comes up with this stuff? You know, it's it's just stupid. It would take five planets to feed everyone if everyone ate like an American. B.S. I call B.S. Friends don't buy it. Uh, But people believe this, you know, these outrageous, unscientifically, (laughs) outrageously unscientific claims. They believe it precisely because humanity is prone to believing just about anything. And as the globalists have long known, uh, as long as everyone believes the same fictions, then everyone's going to believe that the lies are truth or Uh, In other words, as it's famously been stated, you know, they're going to believe that snow is black. You can condition people to believe that snow is black. They'll never, uh, you'll never be able to convince them otherwise. That was Bertrand Russell and others. We've reported on that, friends. Torch Report uh, 213, back in the day, the perils of perverted perspective, they're actually using the education system for the indoctrination and the conditioning to teach people that snow is black or that it takes five planets to feed humanity if everyone ate like an American. So we need to come to grips with the fact that this human proclivity is not going away. This this innate human, this part of human nature that makes us believe in everything, you know, there's a sucker born in every second, as the saying goes. And and it's precisely these suckers who are being targeted by the global regime. And they're targeting the global cabalists, targeting the suckers in order to institute global democracy, which is to say, in order to solidify mob rule at the global scale. The socialists, the communists, the democrats, they're all working on this right now. So when the ruling class elites tell the peasants, that the global food systems are broken, and that the peasants are going to starve to death unless the ruling class elites take total control over the food supply, the suckers are going to fall for it. And there's plenty of them out there. They're going to believe with an unshakable conviction uh, that, 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 oh my gosh, the, the, you know the reason that all these people are starving is because the selfish Americans are eating five planets worth of food. <laughs> Friends, do you believe it? I, I, I highly doubt that you do. I mean, obviously, that's a rhetorical question for the astute listening audience here on thetorchreport.com. But anyone who believes that Americans are eating five planets worth of food or that we should collectively give the global elites total control over the food supply. Anyone who believes that crap has their heads buried so far up their backside, they can no longer see the light of day or the light of truth. Now, I want to turn our attention here toward uh, Mr. Antonio Guterres, because he's the uh, the UN Secretary General who's presiding over the conference uh, this time round here, and of course, Mr. Antonio Guterres, he is absolutely outraged. How can people still be starving to death in the modern world? I mean, we have the means to feed everybody, but Americans are eating five planets worth of food. So naturally, Mr. Antonio Guterres, he blames the capitalists, right? I mean, it's these capitalist pigs who are over in America who are who are causing all everybody else to starve to death. That's what he believes. I assure you, that's what he believes. He doesn't explicitly call them out like that. He doesn't say it exactly like that in his public statements. Uh, As a matter of fact, this is how he says it. I'm going to put a little quote in here. He says, quote, many developing countries, pause, that would be America. Okay, continuing on. Many developing countries simply cannot afford to invest in the SDGs because they face, oh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Many developing countries, these poor Countries can't afford to invest in sustainable development because they're facing a financial abyss. So that's like step one of the guilt trip. Okay, he's blaming the capitalists here. The solution to the fact that poor developing countries can't invest in sustainable development because they face a financial uh, abyss, the solution is to take from the rich and give to the poor, and and to do so, of course, while laying down a thick, patronizing sort of a guilt trip. He says, quote, It is simply not credible to pledge support for peace if rich nations are not prepared to invest a tiny fraction of their military budgets into sustainable development. And sustainable development, he says, is the greatest prevention tool we have. End quote. And the reason he believes that sustainable development, the SDG goals, is the greatest pre- uh, prevention tool the conflict is because baked into the SDGs is the uh, the desire to disarm all of the peasants. So, at any rate, you know, right on cue, the only way to deliver this concrete progress is to take total control over the world's financial system. I mean, these poor countries they can't they can't afford to invest in a inescapable digital surveillance state. <clears throat> so we have to steal money from the rich nations, i.e., U.S. taxpayers' dollars, to build out the Uh, inescapable, the infrastructure for the inescapable socialist surveillance state all around the world. Okay. They got to do that. But in order to do that, they have to take total control over the world's finance system. Or to put it in globalist speak, you know, the SDG summit. I must be a moment of unity to provide a renewed impetus and accelerated action for accelerating the SDGs that delivers concrete progress and a clear commitment to overhaul the current international financial architecture, period, end quote. Now, we know they want your food total food system transformation. We know they want your guns because that's in the SDGs as well. And we know that they want your money. They ultimately want to, you know, microchip you and and track you and, and treat you like a lab rat for the rest of your lives. And of course, friends, they're not asking, right? They're taking. They're taking our rights right before our very eyes. Or at least, of course, that's That's kind of that's how it looks like it's going to play out here. I mean, they're they're putting all these things out there and people are going along with it. Right. Because the meetings like the SDG summit, they give the political leaders all the templates. Here's the language. Here's the propaganda that you need to sell these ridiculous policies to the peasants and the peasants. Of course, they don't know any better. You know, they, all, all they know is that, well, I got to trust the. I'm from the government and I'm here to help, you know. So they're trusting the predators who are preying upon them under the guise of offering protection. It's kind of like the uh, the pimp and hoe relationship, uh, Stockholm syndrome and all that. But ultimately, the global cabal, the ruling class elites, they are taking control over the food supply. They are taking control over the financial system. And they're doing it by convincing people to accept that they have the right to do so. They're not convincing the public of that, mind you, what the global elites are doing is they're, they're conditioning the politicians to accept that the globalists have the authority. And the politicians who play along with it, they're getting, you know, they're getting used like pawns, but they're getting their egos stroked. They're getting their pockets lined. They get appointed to prestigious sounding positions and they get to feel more powerful and in control than ever before because they are on board and in lockstep with the globalist goals. This is how the socialists charm the useful idiots who proliferate uh, modern politics. So, you know, uh, many people don't realize, by the way, you know, I say the socialist charming, uh, but... People don't realize that Mr. Antonio Guterres, the head of the United Nations, the UN G- Secretary-General, he's a radical socialist through and through, friends. I mean, he he joined the Portuguese, the Portuguese Socialist Party. Oh, on. This guy who is over there with the Portuguese Socialist Party, he helped topple uh the existing Portuguese government back in the 1970s and then was then appointed to many prominent positions. He oversaw the subjugation of Portuguese currency to the euro. He uh oversaw the forfeiture of Portuguese land to the Chinese and and all the other socialist reforms until the Portuguese people, the Portuguese peasants had finally had enough. And then in 2002, he and the rest of the socialist bums were tossed out on their ass. Uh, Of course, you know, shortly thereafter, he was swept up. He picked up by the UN. He was uh, elected to serve in 2005 as the UN's High Commissioner for Refugees. He was demanding that the rich countries do more. And, uh, and then he ascended to the position of UN Secretary General, where he's at today. If you look at the history there, friends, I see the time here. I'm going to wrap it up. But uh, Antonio Guterres' rise to power, the socialist uh, hacks rise to power. It's remarkably similar to the rise to power of the radical Ethiopian revolutionary who also overthrew some governments and is now currently running the World Health Organization. That would be none other than, none other than Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus. And what you need to know here is that these two men together They are wielding an enormous amount of power, an enormous amount of influence on global affairs. They are using their fork tongue socialist speak to sell their radically ridiculous ideas to the ridiculously naive political class. You know, the peasants are mere peasants. The sheep's mere sheep. And ultimately, we don't have any say in the matter, right? Uh, I mean, come on, you know, representative government, that's so last century, you know the u s Constitution that's just an outdated document made up by slave owners in order to subjugate women and minorities in a patriarchal power structure that allows rich old white men to dominate the poor, helpless victims) <laughs> Oh, and these poor helpless victims, you know, the women and the minorities, of course, they're being plundered by the capitalist pigs, hence the need to destroy American society. And friends, guess what? It does not matter if that's what you believe or not. That's certainly what Jabrisius and Guterres and the rest of the global cabal believe and they are about to rectify some justice and you certainly don't have to take my word for it. They have put it in writing, friends. Social justice has a new daddy and a new globalist daddy, by the way. Uh, They are going to be continuing to exploit the women and children the dis- people with disabilities and all this kind of stuff friend. they're doing it, they are shameless it is despicable and we're going to have to get into the details and all of that more tomorrow and throughout the rest of those weeks friends, until then, it's Monday, just remember resist, we must and that is the message of my heart for today if you enjoyed this podcast, please go to the website thetorchreport.com, find the heart, click the heart give me some love, subscribe if you have not subscribed already and of course the greatest owner of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know get out there and have a mindful magical mindful monday friends and i'll look forward to talking to you